Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Desby. I'm your host, Des, also known as Desby. And the B is for Beyonce. Because as you guys saw, last weekend, I was able to go see Beyonce in concert. <laughs> Believe me, babe, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk all about that New York, New York weekend. Because I'm going to be very honest. I, even as of today, like recording this, my confidence is so low in the ground. Like I didn't even want to record my podcast today. I barely wanted to be on my Instagram. I felt just like really shitty and really shrunk. And we're going to get to that and we're going to chat about it in a little bit. I will tell you though, Beyonce was good. Um, and I, I feel bad now. I'm like, we started off this episode like, Hey guys, what's up? I'm depressed. Like, not really, but we just, I can't open up with this story. Okay. We have to get, we got to get through the news first. We have a lot of stuff going on in celebrity world, pop culture world. Um, and we'll get to the Beyonce concert. I promise. I'll, I'll tell you guys all about it. I'll tell you guys all about it. I promise because you're my bestest girls and guys, if you're listening. So first off, if you haven't already, make sure that you go like this video on YouTube, even if it's just for 30 seconds, just like watch the video, give it a like, give it a comment. (laughs) You have no idea how much that means to me. Um, YouTube, I feel like is a potential source for really growing my podcast along with the Instagram, like just like reaching like reels and maybe people being interested in a conversation or whatever. So the more that those videos can be like seen and shared can help so much, um, would appreciate it. So as you guys know, a few weekends ago, I actually also deleted one of my YouTube videos. Oh my God. I wanted to I wanted to crawl into a literal hole, Um, but I did have something really fun happen today. I was able to record a podcast. This is my second podcast of the day. I was able to record a podcast earlier with Vanessa and Xander Marin. They are also known as VM sex therapy. Okay. Vanessa is a sex therapist and the tagline is kind of, she's a sex therapist and he's just a regular dude. Like it's very, it's so cute, but they, it's very like, it reminds me of like the bachelor franchise or like bachelorette. Like she's a fox and he's trying to get her to love her. Like it's just, it's such a cute little like phrase that they always have, but he really is just a a regular guy happens to be her husband. Um, and she's a sex therapist and I have an episode coming out with them on August 27th. So I want you to go follow them now. So you kind of get an idea of what they have to offer and you can get so excited for this episode. We talked all things, long-term relationships, struggling with sex drive, differing sex drives, um, how you get out of like the roommate stage, postpartum and traumatic births. We also talked about IVF, um, fertility issues and how that can hinder. I shouldn't say hinder. I should say how we can help our sex drives and keep a, a special spark to our sex during the times of trying to conceive, et cetera. So we, we just had a lot of really great conversation and, um, a lot of just like things that I think a lot of us specifically talking to most of you guys who are women can just relate to so hard. So again, that episode is coming out August 27th, but that was such a fun 
conversation with them. I've been following them and supporting them since 2020. I've bought, I have their sex talks book. I have their 30 day sex challenge as well as their course called the art of initiation. Um, and I've been working on that. So, you know, wink, wink. Um, but I love them. So that was a really exciting thing today. So let's go ahead and get into the news because we have a lot of, we have a lot of stuff going on right now. And I I just don't know. I feel like we have to, to lead with the saddest story that just broke yesterday, which would have been July 31st. We lost Angus Cloud, who was on Euphoria. So if you guys watch Euphoria, you know exactly who Angus Cloud is. He also plays a character called Fez. Um, And there was a little small excerpt just kind of that came out from page six of all of the Euphoria cast kind of paying tribute to Angus Cloud. So it it was very sad because him, Fez, his character in Rue and Euphoria this last season, um, you kind of just saw like even a deeper friendship develop. Um, He always kind of looked out for her and, you know, cared about her. And so you can only imagine as co-stars, specifically in the roles that they play, how impactful that this is. Also knowing that there is another season coming out slash going to come out slash I don't know what they will do now to honor him in a way, but it's tough. I would imagine to go back on set knowing that someone who is a big, big part of the show won't be there. So his father just passed, um, two months ago and lost his battle to cancer. And, um, Angus cloud is 25 and he was found in his parents' home on Monday and they are really not sure like what has happened yet. Um, but Cloud's family said in a statement that he had intensely struggled um, with his dad's death. And the only comfort that we have, a kid's what his family saying, is knowing Angus is now reunited with his dad, who was his best friend. To my knowledge, they had, from what I saw kind of through different articles, I don't believe they started filming Euphoria yet. And a lot of people were kind of saying how if he might have been on set, he might have found a little bit of relief or like support maybe that he didn't have and how they wish they would have been filming to kind of help him cope and get through this time. I think at the end of the day, you know, it's so sad. It's just such a reminder that you never know what people are going through. I think as of right now, there I don't want to be like insensitive about this. This isn't like news to like give an opinion on. I'm just sharing how deeply sad it is because they're kind of alluding to the fact that he had taken his own life. And it's just so sad because you, we look at people, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's a celebrity or just someone you maybe see as better than you, superior to you, you're inferior to them. Oh, they have it all. Oh, they're on the best TV show in the world. Like how could they be sad? You know, or whatever it may be. And it's just, it's so real. Depression is so real self-harm is very real. And it's just a really great reminder to just check in on people that you love, especially if they're going through a really big life change or a a passing in their own family or close to them, et cetera. Um, It's just, you know, grief looks different for different people and they battle that differently. And I know in the past he had abused drugs, has been kind of in and out of rehab as well. And this could have just been that one time he wasn't able to go, you know, and So very sad, very sad, like first news. Um, But it was something that I feel like struck me so hard because 
I love Euphoria so much and specifically his character. He gave a lot of parallels to like Mac Miller and like same like Mac Miller vibes. And even as a viewer, I just, I'll miss him as an actor, you know, just wow. And then to be even closer to him is very sad. So that's our first story of the day. I just want to get that out of the way, pay our tribute. Um, as always, if you guys ever need any help mentally, 988 is a suicide hotline. Make sure that you get help. And as always, we are sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're looking for any form of therapy that's maybe just a little bit more accessible to you, less stressful, you don't have to go out, you don't have to drive, you can always use code DESBY for 10% off your first month and try that out. Um, That helped me a lot through postpartum and I always preach to that. Next story we have is really crazy. Lizzo forced dancers to eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas during Amsterdam trip bombshell lawsuit. It reads three of Lizzo's former dancers are suing the good as hell performer, as well as the big girl, big touring and Shirlene Quigley, maybe like a two different people for allegedly subjecting them to endure weight shaming, sexually denegrating behavior and pressuring them to participate in disturbing sex shows. Plaintiffs Ariana Davis and Crystal Williams claim in the lawsuit filed Tuesday and obtained by page six that they were eventually fired while the third plaintiff, Noel Rodriguez, resigned over Lizzo's stunning, quote, behavior. While on a concert trip with the Grammy award-winning artist to Amsterdam in February of 2023, the plaintiffs claim Lizzo invited them to a night out on the town, which ended up in the city's red light district. If you guys don't know what the red light district is, it's basically like everyone just shut your eyes and pretend like you don't know what's going on. (laughs) The area is known for its sex theaters, sex shops, clubs, and bars where nudity is on full display. The lawsuit states, things quickly got out of hand. Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. The lawsuit also claims Lizzo allegedly pressured and goaded Davis into touching one of the nude performer's breasts. The plaintiffs claim that just a month later, Lizzo, 35 years old, deceived one of them again into attending a nude show, thereby robbing them of the choice to participate. The document states, Davis also claims in the lawsuit that at one point she had no choice but to soil herself on stage during an excruciating re-audition fearing the repercussions of excusing herself to go to the restroom. So what she's saying is she literally pissed her pants on stage because she was scared to ask to go to the bathroom. Eventually, Lizzo allegedly fired Davis on the spot after learning Davis had recorded one of their meetings, even though it was in order to have a copy of the notes the artist provided. Rodriguez resigned shortly thereafter out of solidarity with Davis in the disrespect Lizzo allegedly showed her. The lawsuit claims she feared Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if the other dancers had not intervened. The plaintiffs are suing for general and special damages as well as punitive damages and attorney's fees. The stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated their performers seem to go against everything Lizzo publicly stands for. While privately, she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that they are absolutely demoralizing. Reps for Lizzo didn't immediately return page six's request for comment. They also reached out to the dancers and have no further comment. So this stunned me because what, I wouldn't even say what an accusation because it seems like they're pretty fucking for sure what happened to them. But I think what's what 
worried me the most was like this idea that you're out with, again, this person empowered. I think it goes to show how a lot of times it gets pinned on men, which it's true. Like they do this a lot too, is abusing their power, abusing them being seen as superior. So this, um, just going back to like, maybe like child actors, right? They get into a room with an older adult man who's telling them you have to do this. And all of a sudden we have child stars coming out about being assaulted, right? Now we're seeing this in a woman who we all have looked at as really, you know, walking on water. Like, you know, Lizzo does no wrong. She's so proud in her body. She preaches other women to be proud in their body. She's, you know, stands up for women's rights and like loves being a woman and supporting a girl's girl, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so it's really crazy to see a story like this come out because that one night, say, say it was just this one night, right? In February that she made them do this. This has now completely ruined right now her career with them, right? And, and their image of her. And it is now going to taint a lot of people's image of her. This is something that can be really hard to come back from, especially when it comes to using that, that power complex, even if it's not on purpose, but they're going to listen to what you tell them to, you know, it's kind of like if you're in an interview and someone tells you, you know, okay, like take your shirt off, right? If you want the job, you're going to be like, okay, like (laughs) that's a little extreme, but you know what I'm saying? Like if at this point they're, they're with Lizzo, this is a huge job. Okay. If Lizzo told you to eat a banana out of a vagina to stay, remain her dancer. And you're scared that if you didn't, you would not only lose your job, but also no one would believe you that this happened and why you lost your job. I would do it too, you know, but, but it doesn't mean that you're necessarily consenting and comfortable with what's going on. It's that there's a power over you of authority that you're fearful to act out against. So I will be really curious to see Number one, if there's a comment made by the time this goes live on Sunday, because this again had just come out. And number two, what's going what's going to happen for Lizzo going forward? Are other people going to stand up and take the dancer's side and stand with that? Like, you know, what is going to happen? Um, I think that is just a really hard hit to accuse someone of or, you know, whatever the word would be right now, because it seems like it's not really accusing. It's like it did happen. Um, I'll be curious to see how that shakes out. You guys will have to let me know what you think, because I feel like that's a... That's fucking crazy. I'm going to say it on the list. Taylor Swift gave dozens of era tour truckers a $100,000 raise. I loved this story because number one, I'm just, I'm not over Taylor Swift. Okay. Like I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Actually today in the car, Maddox was like, mommy, mommy, Oliver tree. He loves Oliver tree. We literally only listened to two songs. Don't let me down. Please don't let me down and bounce. He listens to nothing but Oliver Tree. He can literally sing the song. It's nuts. Mommy Oliver Tree. I'm like, okay, baby, after mommy's song. Guess what mommy's song was? Taylor Swift, all too well, 10 minute version. You know, he'll get over it. (laughs) We were home. We were home by the time the song was done. Taylor Swift is sorry for what she said about the stupid old pickup truck. He never let her drive. (laughs) Funny. The Lavender Hayes singer is sharing love from her iconic era's tour by giving her truckers a massive $100,000 raise for moving her set pieces across the U.S. A source told TMZ that the bonuses came after the Bad Blood Singer show in Santa Clara. Maybe it's Clara, but I like Clara. According to the insider, there are nearly 50 truckers involved in moving the equipment for the tour, meaning that Swift 
33 signed that blank space for nearly $5 million. The Post reached out to Swift for comment. Swift's truckers weren't the only ones who were left enchanted by her generosity. I'm I'm sick of these. Can we just speak normally? Can we just speak now? <laughs> the news outlet source revealed that Swift also gave the end of tour bonuses to all her band members, dancers, lighting and sound technicians, and caterers. So um, there is literally so many trucks, but it says Swift's tour, which started off a bit off key due to the Ticketmaster debacle is projecting to bring in a staggering $1 billion in ticket sales, making it the highest grossing tour ever. The tour will end its love story. Stop. New York Post, stop. In the U.S. this month before heading overseas, it's expected to rake in almost $5 billion when Swift sings her final note. And the other day, this is this is also kind of crazy. Swift who had been credited for single-handedly stimulating the economy, managed to cause another earth-shattering record. During a stop in Seattle, fans managed to initiate a 2.3 magnitude earthquake that rivaled the NFL's 2011 beast quake caused by roaring fans after a touchdown scored on the side of the Seattle Seahawks against the New Orleans Saints during a playoff game. Um, So pretty crazy, but it is actually nuts that, number one, that much money she has she is literally single-handedly stimulating the economy. Like Biden's been real quiet about stimulating the economy when Taylor took that stage. Okay. The other thing I'm like, is she, is she all too well right now? Because she's been performing nonstop for months now. She still has a whole overseas tour. Like, I just don't know how you continue to come back, how you continue to bring that energy. Like, listen, every one of her concerts, she knows how to show up, but I'm just wondering at one, what point, are you also simultaneously disassociating? Because there's no way, there's no way in hell that you are just consistently on, on pace, on beat, um, and like performing with full energy. And like, listen, I don't know how Taylor Swift could like have a bad day, you know, because in my head, I'm like, if I was Taylor Swift, I would never have a bad day. But if, if you have a bad day, for me, it's going to show. Okay. But for her, she doesn't show it. So I'm like, how does she bring the same energy? I don't know. It's just crazy to me. And like, I can't believe it. Also on the note of music, number one, Olivia Rodrigo has been hinting so hard lately at guts. And I just can't help but be so fucking pissed that she's not the one still going on tour with Taylor Swift overseas. And it's Sabrina Carpenter. I don't like Sabrina Carpenter. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sure she's a great girl in real life. I just don't like her music. I don't think she fits Taylor's vibe. Like, I I wish it would have been someone else. That's all I'm saying. Like, Sabrina's gonna, this is probably the biggest thing Sabrina Carpenter will ever do. And I don't think she's the next Taylor Swift or anything. You know, so I'm like, enjoy your 15 minutes. Not really. It's gonna be a long 15 minutes for her, but very exciting. Last story we have today is uh, Cardi B. <laughs> and the B stands for battery. Because a concert goer is actually firing up a nice old lawsuit for assault and battery on her after being thrown a mic at the head of the concert goer. Okay, so we've been on this role of this new segment of who got hit in the head this week? Well, a concert goer did. Cardi B got water splashed on her, but we'll get to that here. So the assault and battery, or should I say battery, is batterying. Because the girl is ready to get her coin. And let me tell you, I would do the same fucking thing. All right. So basically here's how it went down. We're at this concert. We're raging. 
Cardi told people to like splash her with water in some facet, right? Some facet maybe, I don't know if she was serious, but in some way she must have said something along the lines of like splash me, make me wet. I don't fucking know what she would say, okay? Someone threw water at her. It didn't appear to be an object. It purely just seemed to be water. She straight up looks back, goes literally in her head, bitch, what? Takes her fucking mic and just chucks that shit. These are fucking heavy, bro. These are fucking heavy, dude. If you wanted to genuinely knock someone out, like say someone was like robbing your house and you didn't have any other weapon. If you had a mic, you could fuck someone up hard. And she fucking threw that shit, okay? So anyway, she threw it, right? It went right into someone else. Not the right person, not the person that's even splashed with water. Not that that would make any different, any different. But so this poor person got hit in the head by Cardi, which number one would be a great story for your whole life. But number two, oddly enough, gave this girl the golden ticket to a lawsuit. So I'll be curious what damages end up coming from that and like how much money this person could end up making. But like, I, I'm telling you right now, if it happened to me, you better believe I'm taking that advantage because also like that would fucking hurt. Okay. But let's all just be fucking for real for a minute. Let us be fucking for real. None of us would wish this upon ourselves. but if at any point a celebrity ever ran us over, bumped into us, hit us, assaulted us, whatever. I don't care if it's an accident or not. We're going after them. I think that's pretty obvious. Okay. It's just like, um, the other week, um, I think I even said it on this, on one of the stories, uh, like four-year-old dropped a chicken nugget in her car seat while she was driving and the parents were driving and they couldn't help her. She was eating in her car seat. They sued McDonald's in one, like $500,000 or something, or two, maybe $250,000. Sorry. They won thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if you have the opportunity, I mean, babe, go for it. I definitely, I definitely side with the concert goer. It was not her fault. Now, if you would have chucked it at the person that threw water on you, like whatever, definitely because that's wrong. But at the end of the day, she got the wrong person. It's kind of like if you're shooting someone and you shoot the wrong person, like you're going to get in trouble. You know, you also shouldn't be shooting anyone period, but I'm thinking of like maybe in a burglary, right? I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking of a quick reaction. My point is it's still bad. Okay. We'll go on from there. So I hope you guys enjoyed those stories today. Kind of crazy. Like I said, dude, I really need to know about Lizzo like right now, right? Literally right now. Okay. Next up on our list. Number one, we started our six weeks to strength challenge today. If you guys didn't join and you still want to use code brunch with Desby, you can get $10 off your first month. You can still be in the challenge today. I'm going to leave enrollment up today. A lot of people always get their sheets in late, whatever. All you do is sign up for the membership. As a member, you get the challenge for free. Okay. Like your quote, a member, let that word just like not exist. Just let it exit your mind. Member. Don't fucking worry about it. You're joining for the challenge. Okay. For two months. That's what it comes down to. Use code brunch with Desby, $10 off. We're starting today. We'll have new workouts in four weeks. And then you got your sample meal plans, your nutritional guides, vegan, dairy-free options, et cetera. Like we have it all covered for you available on the app now. So quote, join the membership, enroll in the challenge. It's right at the top of the group. And you can do that again, use code brunch with Desby. Let me know if you guys want me to just create like a brunch with Desby code all the time. So you can use it on like plans, membership, like, you know, whatever, if you ever want to join, it's just always like a, you know, $10 off or something like that for being listeners. Let me know. 
if you like that. Next up, we have new Buff Bunny. I don't know if this is announced yet, but I believe it is set to launch. Maybe it would be August 19th. August 19th or August 12th. It's one of those like Saturdays. Is that even a Saturday? I don't know. It's, um, it's good. I think it's going to be good. I like some of the colors and combos that are coming out. There's a few pieces where I'm like, absolutely. But for me, I don't think it's like a whole collection that I love, but like there's some pieces that are fire. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the last full collections I loved were like the cake collection, um, in the dream house collection. Like there was like not a piece that I didn't want. Right. Mostly because the color palette, like, come on, let's be honest. Like those were perfect. So we'll see. I'm going to have a full review. You know, we'll get, we'll get all the goods. I'll be, be sure you guys are ready. We did have a Petula launch as well last week and the new Vu-Ray bags also dropped the new Avenue backpack, both code Desby. So we have a lot of fun things coming up there, but that's really, that's really it. I don't want to like drain you guys with launches. I just, I like to poke them in here. So if you're for someone like taking a break from Instagram or you're not really on Facebook or something like you kind of always have a way to be like, Ooh, I'll check up on that brand's website or like something like that. So yeah, let me know. Let me know what you guys think. <laughs> All right, next we have watches. Really quickly, there's a new special forces show. Well, it's not new. I think we've seen it before. There's like these celebrities going on it. Like for example, I saw Black China is going to be on it. Oh shit, there was one other girl that I was like, really? She's on it? Anyways, they take these celebrities and they put them through like the hardest shit ever. Like maybe what Marines do or so. I don't know. I've never seen it. I think it's on maybe ABC. Regardless, everyone's sending it to me because they're like, bro, Tom Sandoval is going to be on it. Um, I'm, I will be watching. I will be watching. Okay. I still have no clue what Tom Sandoval, what he did, why he's so terrible. I know he cheated. Okay. But I don't know the extremes of it. So TBD, because I need to get through the seasons. I'm still only on season five because I ended up, I feel bad. I ended up watching the rest of Tell Me Lies. I told you guys last week, all right, guys, like, let's make it to episode five together. And I ended up watching all the way to 10. Only my only argument was because we had a canceled flight and me and my sister watched it together. She had already watched it. She wanted me to watch it. So sorry. Okay. But I did finish this season regardless. Tom Sandoval is going to be on the show. We'll definitely be reviewing. Now let's get into tell me lies. Cause literally I didn't even watch Vanderpump last week. I've just been so stuck on YouTube videos. Um, I've been watching so much comedy and it's just really like filled my soul lately. Like Comedians are funny, right? <laughs> Crazy. Um, but I've just really enjoyed kind of getting away from the noise of like everyday TV or news or whatever. Um, and just kind of like digging into just belly laughing. You know what I mean? And I think the thing with like my personality, number one and number two comedians is like, if you can't take a true issue right now in the world and, and just laugh about it, like if a com- if a comedian presents a funny joke about something, that might be like, you know, quote, a big deal right now in the world. If you can't like take a joke and just kind of be like, at least we can bring light to this fucking train wreck in front of us. I think you have the problem. You know what I mean? Comedians, their art is to make joke of the seriousness of life, you know? And if you can't like look past that and enjoy just a comedian, like I don't want to be your friend because I want to have fun and I want to laugh because life is not meant to be serious. You know, if if you are living so uptight and this goes just anyone like stressing about something or just like overly sensitive or overly like, Oh my God, we got to fight for this, whatever. It's like, if you're living your life stressed out every day and you were taken tomorrow, God forbid, you would have lived your whole life stressing out for no reason. Like 
take a fucking chill pill, go hit a blunt, hit your vape pen, your weed pen, take an edible, watch some comedy and just laugh. Okay, please. So I've been watching a lot of comedy lately, just like eight minute, like podcast clips or something, which is like comedians, right? Um, I've also been just getting ripped lately. I'll be honest. I've, I had my first edible last week, had a little five milligram. Um, it, it was nothing. I actually felt, I felt fine, which is a great sign. I've told you guys I fucking have hallucinated on edibles before. Okay. I swear to God. I know people are like, mm, you can't hallucinate on edibles. No, babe. I swear to God I did. Okay. I will never forget seeing a dog come out of the TV towards my face and my, my dogs, my dogs, my personal dogs. When I looked at them, they looked like the blown up animals on Shrek. Remember when he blows up like the frog and shit and puts it on a pole, like a balloon. That's what my animals looked like. And I thought I was going to die. So with that being said, I've had a much better experience. I've been, you know, smoking some 420 lately and not a lot, but like just, you know, hitting my pen once, maybe a couple times a week before bed. And it's been great. I just feel like it's been relaxing and yeah, like I don't have to sit there and smoke like 900 grams of weed. Like I don't even know how much that is, but it just, it's just nice. It's a nice little like without having to be on like medication. Do you know what I'm saying? So I've, I've loved it. Anyway, so I ended up watching Pretty or Tell Me Lies. Why did I see Pretty Little Eyes? Pretty Little Liars. This was the most captivating, fucked up, while also at the end of the day being dumb show I've ever watched, but like definitely worth watching. If you like putting yourself back in like college experiences and thinking like, okay, if you had the most fucked up experiences, what would it be like? That's your show. Um, the end really was the most jaw dropping twist ever. I don't know if they'll come out with a second season. And if they did, I don't know what it would like be about. I think it was almost maybe written with the intent of like a good, really one season banger. And then like, that's it because I don't just don't know where they could go from here. Um, they left a few things unsaid, but not to where, like, I think they could keep going. You know, I, am not sure. I'm, I'm going to be curious. I might have to Google it and see like, is there another season? Like, what are people saying? It was good though. Definitely recommend it. It, it was a, it was a trip. It was a trip. I'll, I'll tell you that, but the end was made it worth watching. It was pretty captivating though. Show like episode, episode. I I did want to genuinely click like, you know, keep watching because it kind of was reeled me in. Vanderpump I haven't caught up with in like over a week. I've just been traveling so much. I finally have a travel break, but luckily like we're good. You know, like we're good. Vanderpump isn't going anywhere. I can still watch everything before the next season and we're good from there. So skincare wellness moment. There's just not a lot. You know, I'm, I'm back on my normal, just like very bare minimum skincare routine with Tula. Still using my cult classic cleanser, a little bit of like my biodegradable toning pads. 24 seven hydration, this oil serum and beauty sleep. And it's great. The new concealer dropped this past week, um, which is what I was in New York for. And we're going to get into that. And it's beautiful. I love the concealer. I have it on right now. I've had it on since it's 9, 19 PM. I've had this on since 12 PM, like noon. And it wears so good. All I did was kind of just press an extra additional little powder on it. Um, to like reset it. But I love the wear. It's very nice. It's very glowy. It's very dewy. It's buildable. And, um, I wear, I wear shade 130 if I just want to conceal on the go, you know, like, oh, I don't want to wear a lot of makeup today. Just conceal and go. If I'm wearing makeup and I kind of want that brighter under eye look, I use shade like 120 and, um, I'll add a little bit of bronzer if it looks too bright. 
just because I, I like my under eye to kind of pop, you know, my, my like T-zone with concealer. So yeah, use code Desmine. It's 15% off. Before we get into the rest of the episode, let's get into a little bit of a better help ad as always. And then we'll finish off with a round table of tea. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Okay, you guys. First, let's talk about Beyonce. Concert was amazing. I will genuinely say her. Okay, so the only thing I can really compare it to and that everyone wants to know is like, is it better than the Eras tour? No. No, it's not. The fan energy wasn't the same. You couldn't, at least for me, like I wasn't like a diehard fan, right? So like I couldn't like sing all of her songs. Her voice is still enchanting. She's still amazing live her dancing like her dancing and then her dancers they put on a fucking show absolutely like I would say comparable to Taylor Swift with just like choreography like there's always something to look at there's really cool like sound and lighting and like stage sets and outfits all that shit very comparable like era's tour to renaissance tour but I think what I would have loved and I think this is what Taylor Swift spoiled us with is with the era's tour we got to listen to all her music in one night, right? Like full fucking songs, not just snippets, full songs. Beyonce did a lot of some old music, but there wasn't always the full song. She would do like, she did like 30 seconds of Drunken Love, right? She, I don't even think she played XOXO. Like I was so out of it and I'll, I'll get to that of why I was out of it. But like there wasn't, when she played Crazy in Love, I went off. When she played Crazy, I went off. When she played like Energy, some of the Renaissance songs, I knew I went off. But I will also say my tickets for Taylor Swift were way closer. So I was like way more involved in the concert. Being in the suite, as much as it was like nice to have, you know, food and like snacks and drinks and water and, you know, whatever you wanted at your disposal, 
it wasn't like that great of an experience. Like you're so far from the stage. Like half the time I wasn't even watching Beyonce. I had to watch the monitors, you know, like the big screens. So it was like good, but I, I'm so serious. I would rather pay money to go on the floor than to be in a suite um, in that sense. So the suite was cool. We actually sat next to Jay-Z's mom, which was crazy, uh, along with like some of Beyonce's like family, because when Blue Ivy came on, the kids were literally like, that's my cousin, like whatever. Before the show even started, these two girls walked in, they were like teenagers. They had what looked like their little cousins with them or siblings or whatever, right? And I literally looked, I'm like, they, I don't know why they look like important. You know, I was like, you just look important. So anyways, they sat down and before I know it, they were taking photos, um, like, you know, the two little teenagers trying to take photos of themselves. I was like, Hey, like, let me just take a photo, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm gassing them up, you know, hands up, like, woo, like I'm here. You know, I took their their photos and they're like, thank you. And I was like, no, no problem. Like whatever. Enjoyed the night. And then I looked over, they're all singing every song word for word. And they just look like so captivated. And then we ended up finding out it was, you know, Jay-Z's mom and family and stuff. Kind of (laughs) cool. That was really it. Um, but other than that, the concert was, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. So the, the weekend overall, Michaela and I had so much fun, like just, you know, being sisters, being out. It was so fun. I love spoiling her. You know, I, I work so hard to support my family. Like, it's not about, oh, I, I want the latest this, or I want this. It's, I want to give my family experiences that like we never had, you know, we grew up camping like that. That was like our vacation was going to the KOA in literally Coloma is like 30 minutes away. Um, or camping in our front living room, you know, like those were, that's what we grew up doing. We, we lived in a split family household. And even when our parents were together, they weren't making a ton of money. Um, you know, we lived in a, a small home and we, I was very, just very grateful that my parents always found money to put me in sports. You know, that's what we got to do. We shopped the Plato's closet to stay up to date on trends. And we always shopped at old Navy because my mom had a credit card. So she would run up her credit card every year for back to school shopping, pay it off throughout the year and then do it again for us the next year. That was, that was how we grew up, you know? So being able to be in a position to give to my family, to buy them nice things to that, that's, that's how I love to give love is providing. And so to give my sister like a trip to New York and spoil her and go out to nice lunches and go seeing like Wicked and, you know, just walking around and being able to get food and, you know, get drinks and whatever. Like it was just, it was so fun. And that's what made my weekend beautiful is I worked, I've worked for almost six years so hard to be partnered with Tula and stand for a company that I love to be invited to something like this. You know, I've worked very hard for that. And so to enjoy it in that way, I did. When it came to going into the event, I was very nervous. I had no idea who would be there. Um, No idea. They didn't give us like a list of people or anything like that, right? I just was invited. So upon showing up, we get in late because our flight was canceled and we immediately went to a modeling photo shoot. So fun. And I think they even are going to use my photos for like e-commerce, brand marketing, stuff like that, which I was like, slay. So once I got in there, it was a little bit awkward because everyone had already gotten the chance to maybe acquaint at breakfast. And that's what I missed. So going in, I knew I had to break out of my shell and just talk to everyone. You know, that was the one thing I was like, you know what? I'm not walking away from this weekend saying that I didn't talk to anyone. I want to get out of my shell. I want to have conversations. I want to meet new people. I have no clue who these people are. 
you could have 5,000 followers. You could have 5 million followers. I don't know who the fuck you are and I don't care. Um, this is about connecting with people who Tula obviously all put into a room for a reason. And I believe that. So upon going in, you know, I sat down with almost everyone, um, as much as I had time to a lot and introduced myself, asked them about themselves, whatever. And, and I had a, quite a few, you know, really good conversations and I was excited for the weekend. I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I texted Michaela, actually, I was like, haven't talked to anyone, LOL, sitting by myself. And then I, and I texted her after and I was like, ended up talking to a few people, like, you know, on my way back. So on the, the photo shoot, everyone was already clicking with each other. And by clicking, I don't mean like getting to know each other. I meant like literally in different clicks. Everyone was already sitting at separate tables. People were over here. People were over here. Group was over here and it was difficult. So I was like, okay, well, fuck, <laughs> like hope, hope it doesn't last like this, you know? So fast forward, you know, we go out to dinner that night and, um, it's like at a little like pizza place. And we ended up sitting with a new group of people. Okay. Cause we wanted to sit with new people. So we sat with, um, two people and one of which who I just believe everyone should, should support her name's Amanda. She's a DIY project girl. Her, her handle is at come stay a while. Um, and I got to know just like what she does and the story behind her username and all these things. We just had a really beautiful conversation. Her assistant was there named Cody and, um, her and Michaela clicked and they were going to go to the Beyonce concert together. And it was great. We had a, we had a really great dinner. We ended up having a few shots at the bar and it just already started to feel like I was having to like inject myself And not like in an uncomfortable way of like, okay, I just need to put myself out there. Like it felt like I was intruding on friend groups that like I wasn't included and like allowed to be in. And so I kind of brushed it off. I'm like, it's okay. Like, you know, it's the first night people may, you know, naturally draw to people they might know. It's, it's okay. Like it's going to be fine. And I just kind of brushed it off. After that, we went back to the hotel. The whole group of people ended up staying at the bar for like hours all connecting, whatever. I was tired. I had a 5 a.m. flight, you know, whatever. Next day we wake up, we had the whole day to ourselves, And until that night, we all went to dinner. And then I came to come to find out that like the whole other like groups of people all kind of clicked together and went and did their own thing while like Michaela and I just like did our own thing. So I was like, okay, like it's fine. Like again, they're friends. They know each other. Maybe we'll connect later. So we went out to dinner and again, we all sit down we ended up sitting by the same people we did before Amanda and Cody, like I told you, and two of the Tula workers. And again, that's not like how I wanted it. Like I tried, like I wanted to sit with the other people, but they all took up just like one table all together. And it was like, okay, guess that's like that group's table. It was like, okay, like whatever. So I went up, got a drink from the bar, got an espresso martini. I tried to go over to the table make conversation, you know, standing there awkwardly by myself. If you guys knew the setup at the room, like it was, it was kind of hard to like make conversation, but I want to stand there. I was like, what'd you guys do all day? You know, I'm, I'm interested. I wanted to connect. Like it, it wasn't me. Like, I don't need your story shout outs. I don't need your tags. I don't need anything. I just, I want genuine connection. I'm, I'm here on a trip that I'll never be able to go to again. Or like, you know, it's a once in a lifetime trip. Right. And I just wanted to meet new people and hear your story and talk to you because I love talking, obviously. And it just continued to feel like I was just like shoved out 
So I was like, okay, again, I, I just rolled it off. I'm like, it's all right. We're in, we're in a, we're in a weird place. Like I just kept justifying it and justifying it and justifying it. Finally, at the end of the night, we end up going out to a bar and they're like, oh, you should go out. And I wasn't going to dead serious was not going to. And I was like, if I'm going to make friends, these, these are the type of things I need to put myself out there for. So Michaela went back to the hotel and I went out by myself with this group of people. We went to a nightclub. Um, it was really cool. It's called La Fleur, La, La Flower, something like that in New York city. And also I wanted that experience, you know, like that's so cool. We go to a rooftop bar right on the rooftop. I mean, it, it wasn't like open, but it was like, you could see the whole city it was stunning. Had one drink, you know, I'm not trying to like get fucked up. I'm just enjoying myself. And again, I just find myself talking only to the Tula workers while this whole group of friends goes off in the corner to take photos of each other and photos all together that end up being plastered everywhere while no, like I'm literally the only influencer there that isn't included. Like everyone else went and did their own thing or went back to the hotel and I stuck like with that crowd and I was like, oh, like we can like all have drinks, whatever. Before I know it, we're all kind of at the bar getting drinks. And then before I know it, they just like go away. And they're all like off on their own taking photos and whatnot. And like, that's fine. It's just like, okay. So again, I'm, I find myself talking to the workers at Tula, which again, they're amazing. Like I love having conversation with them, talking to the executive, you know, head of e-commerce, head of branding. Like it's a great conversation. So that's, so then we leave that and I'm like, well, it's a crowded room. Again, I'm, I, I'm mad at myself now, even saying it out loud because I'm justifying it, but I end up going out at the end of the night. We're about to all disembark, right? And I'm kind of sitting there. I'm like, do I go out one more time? Do I go out one more time? Like, do I just try one more time? And I did. So I went out with this smaller group and we went out for another, like probably hour and a half, two hours. When I tell you, no one talked to me the whole time. Like they were all circled up, all talking to each other. I'm not even kidding you. Like I looked like I didn't even have a group of friends. Like there was only maybe a, a sector of 10 minutes total where I would talk in conversation. And again, I'm not drunk. I'm not really drinking. I'm good. I'm so aware of my surroundings. I'm aware of vibes. I'm aware of what they're doing. And it was like every time I was involved in a conversation or like I interjected or like, you know, how like I made a joke or something to go along with it. It was like the conversation ended with me. Like, and it was the most awkward, shittiest feeling I can even describe. And one of the people there I'd followed for a very long time on Instagram and TikTok. And to experience that with that person in real life and like seeing that they were participating and like doing that to me, whether it was like, obviously I don't think it was malicious. It was just dis disingenuine in like, unintentionally disrespectful, it really hurt to see that that's what that person did when I had really high hopes for meeting this person and loving this person, knowing that we would connect. And when we did connect individually away from that crowd, like when they were all pulled away from their crowd of people that they kept hiving to, like I had a good time. Like I talked to them, I had a conversation, but the minute you put them all together, it's like, they're like a hive. And like, I was the bee that wasn't allowed. Like I had a fucked up wing or something. Like I can't, I can't even begin to like tell you how shitty it began to make me feel 
So I sat at that bar and I wanted to leave and I was going to Irish goodbye, but then I didn't want them to worry. Not that they would even fucking notice I was gone, to be honest, but we're in downtown New York. You know, I didn't want to like quote, go missing, you know, whatever. And I wanted to say, I'm going to head out, but I didn't want the fucking pity. Oh no, stay. No, we want you to stay. It's like, no, you don't. (laughs) You, you could literally care less. Like this isn't about me. This isn't about, I mean, it shouldn't be about me. I'm saying like, this isn't about us as a friend group, like, or me out with you guys. Like you don't care. And it just really sucked. And like, I tried to get a picture. Like I was like, oh, we should get a picture. Like whatever. And like, even that saying that, like, it just felt like a chore when I was like, I just want to, like, I'm just trying to document this weekend. You know, like I don't get to go on a million brand trips. I don't get this opportunity all the time. And like, this was just fun for me. I, I wanted to meet new people. Like this isn't about posting the photo and tagging you. Like even the photo that I did take, I'm not posting it. I'm not tagging them. Like this isn't about clout. It's not about followers. It's not about whatever. It was just about being respectful, being fucking kind, including others, meeting other people, not secluding yourself to a group of people just because they might look like you and do the same thing as you. Like it was so tough to witness in real life. So that's, that's by that time I went home, I told, I told Michaela, I started tearing up in bed and I'm like, I just need to go to bed. I was so mad that I wasted my energy even being out at the bars when like they could care less. When we got the Uber, like they were like, oh, we have seven now because someone had met up with us. Literally just like signaling to me that I need to get my own Uber. I'm like, okay, like I'm just going to get my own Uber. When the Uber came, no one even said bye to me. I said, I'm going to go get in my Uber. And I just, I left, got in the car one of the husbands ended up getting in the car with me, which as he should, like I'm a woman alone in New York, you know, but like no one said, but like it, I can't even tell you how now that I'm even talking about out loud, like so fucking disgusted in the way that they treated me. And that's just me. Like, I don't know how other people felt, but like it was, It was, it was sad. And you know, what's even more sad is I held hope for the Beyonce concert. Like I was like, okay, well maybe if like all their plus ones are gone, it's just all of us. Like we can all connect whatever. Like same thing happened. They all just sat by each other. I'm literally standing right next to them while they're all taking photos with one another. Oh, group photo. Like I'm fucking right there. Other, other people are there too. Like there's a few other people, but like they all clicked up together too. Like it, I'd never felt just like oddly, like so alone. And I tried to talk to everyone. There was probably two or three girls. I genuinely just didn't see a lot that I didn't get to connect with. And I would say that's my fault, but it's not like we genuinely just like, didn't have the time to connect. There was probably 15 or 16 of us, but it was, it was quite literally the most, it was sad. It was really sad. And what made me more sad is the fact that I don't think they were trying to be malicious. I don't think it was, oh, let's make Des feel bad. Like it it wasn't like that. But I think that's why it upset me so much is that it wasn't on purpose. That was just genuinely how they were treating someone. And to me, that's more sad because it wasn't personal. That's just how they are. I don't know. I I don't know. I've, I, 
I'm someone who tries to analyze things and I'm just like, did I talk too much? Did I ask too many questions? Did I, was I weird? Like, and it made me spiral the whole weekend. Like, I mean, I, I bawled at the Beyonce concert. Like I cried so hard, um, to Amanda, which is the come stay a while. And I just, I opened up to her about just having a little bit of a rough weekend, leaving out some detail, obviously. And I just, I cried like in the suite. I'm in the suite at a Beyonce Renaissance tour with a company that I love and I'm crying. It like, it just, it sucked. It sucked to just not feel that like girl, girl energy. And like, even with the other people, like I tried to talk to that were in different like parts of influencer world, you know, like makeup artists versus bloggers versus whatever, you know, I was the only one who like did fitness there. And I don't know if it just made me more invaluable. Like, I don't know, but it just really fucked me up because like, you know, what if my dad, my mom was like the founder of Apple and like, you didn't know that, but maybe you just looked at my Instagram and was like, oh, she only has 220,000 followers. Like she only gets like 3000 views or, you know what I mean? It's like, if that's what you're basing, and I'm not saying they are, they did. I'm just saying for like example, if that's what you're basing, how to treat people, that's fucked up. And that is how it felt. Like it felt like, oh, like she doesn't have much to like offer us anyway. So like whatever. Or should I say these other people have more to offer me because they all have a million plus followers. So I need to give my energy to them because like that's what's going to give me more return. And it just, it really sucked. It really sucked. And I don't know what to say. I, I don't, I don't like sitting here and I don't like, you know, talking poorly about people. That's why I'm not naming names or anything, but it's sad when it's sad when I do have to come on here and and explain a story like this, because I'm sure it happens to a lot of other people who just stay quiet and they go on these brand trips and they pretend like they're having the best time. And number one, you don't know how they're being treated. And number two, you don't know how they're treating others. And like I said, my, my dad could be the founder of Apple, Google, whatever. And, and you just decided to treat me like that this weekend. You net, you never know who you're with. You never know who, you know what you never know. And I saw some other disrespectful shit. I saw one of the girls literally tell the celebrity and editorial makeup artist that we had that Tula hired. Literally my makeup artist did Met Gala makeup for Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer, SNL makeup. Um, love Quinn off of the show. You did her makeup really great friends, best friends with Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler married my makeup artist to her husband officiated their wedding. Like you don't know who you're in a room with. And I witnessed one of those girls telling the other makeup artist, this is the worst makeup I've ever had done with the makeup artist literally being like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not even done. You want me to continue? And her being like, I guess. Like the disrespect in other situations too, like it just astounded me. It was so crazy because I was just so grateful to be there. And like I said, like give my sister that. And like, it was just really sad. It was just really sad. I could keep talking about it to be honest because it just really hurts me for like so many reasons. I just, I spiraled this whole week like, well, no wonder why, like not as many people like my stuff anymore. Like maybe I am actually annoying 
no wonder why Instagram doesn't push my content. Like I do suck at Instagram. Like, like I'm, and I'm not telling you this in like affirmations. I'm just saying like my, I spiraled. Like I was like, why do people listen to my podcast? Like people are probably going to hate my podcast tomorrow. This on like Saturday, right? People probably hate my podcast. I'm, I'm annoying. I have nothing to offer. I, I started speaking so negatively about myself because I was like, how, how do people not like, how did they not even want to get to know me? It wasn't like, why don't they want to be my friend? You don't have to be my friend, but you can like include me. We're on a trip together. And maybe that's me as an athlete. You know, I've always been a team player. I love being a teammate. I love having a team. And so when I'm put in these rooms with a ton of people, I want to be a team. I want to have fun. I want to take shots all together. I want us all to connect. I want us all to talk. And it reminded me a lot of my last Tula trip too. Some of the people on there too, only kissing ass to the girls who have the most followers. And meanwhile, I walked away with like one to two people that I still connect with on Instagram. Like, the rest of them could give a fuck less about me. And the only reason why that trip maybe didn't bother me so much was because I was with Emily. And again, we both are, we both had a blast together as well. And like I said, we did connect with a few people, but the other, other people, yeah, no, like fuck us. It was crazy. So why am I telling you this? (laughs) Number one, I'm going to be just very honest here. Think twice about who you support. Think twice about their energy and what it's telling you. And even if that's me, if you don't align with me anymore, like I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck. You can take the same thing and apply it to me. Ooh, should I support her? I don't care to think about it. That's all I'm telling you. It's just when you're supporting people, think about it. Because the way that you support them, the way that you use their links, their codes, the way you monetarily support them, supports their lifestyle, supports their family, and supports them in whatever way, right? And if, if you're going to support them, if you're going to put money in their pockets, including mine, if you're going to allow me to work and do what I do, I want you to know that you want to support me. You know what I mean? Like, it's huge. So number one, think about like who you're supporting. Vibes don't lie. And number two, don't believe everyone either. <laughs> Even if you follow me, like, but they seem so nice online. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you, you don't want to meet your heroes. They always told me that, you know, like growing up, they're like, oh, you don't want to meet your heroes. Sometimes I think about that, like with Haley Bieber, I'm like, Ooh, if I met her, would I like, what if I hated her? Or like, what if she was mean to me? You know, like you don't want to meet your heroes. That's so fucking true. But also number three, I know this weekend I put on my story, like I had a good time, you know, and, and I did, I did. But never forget that there's always stuff that isn't posted, that isn't shared. You know, it is a highlight reel. We do share the good things. At one point, I think the first day, I even reposted a story. And I said, this group seems so nice. Or I said, this group seems so fun right now or so much fun right now or something. Because I thought it was going to be fun. So... Don't let anyone make you feel inferior, no matter your status, no matter, you know, oh, they have a better job than me, or oh, they're doing more than me, or oh, they have kids, I'm not a mom yet, I I don't feel important or responsible. Like, wherever you're at, like, you're meant to be, 
And you rock that. You fucking rock that. You know what I mean? So just remember it's not always rainbows and roses. You know, remember not everyone's going to like you. You're not going to like everyone. But you can respect everyone. And if you're in a, a setting where you need to have involvement of others, suck it the fuck up. Be nice. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. It just seems like so negative to like leave an episode like this, but I think it was just a wake up call to me of just like how grateful I am for my corner, my people, my, my family, my sister, the, the friend I did make Amanda, you know, she invited us to her 1 million bash next week. Like there is good that came out of it. There's a good connection I made and hopefully a friend and a support, you know, but it was, a, it was rough to go through, but now that I go through it and I can speak it, I'm like, man, that wasn't worth it. That wasn't worth the energy wasting of trying to, I don't want to say get their approval, but trying to be a team player, you know? But I will say a lot of my good energy was focused on making sure Michaela enjoyed the weekend and we enjoyed it together. And we did. We did it on our, on our own. So that's the tea. And I hate even using the word tea. This isn't meant to be drama. It's just like, I, I can't, for the love of me, go through a weekend like that and not, and then just be like, oh my God, guys, it was the best trip ever. I connected with so many people. Like they're so sweet. And I felt so great. Like I can't, I can't do that shit. Sorry. I'm sure some people can, you know, put on that facade. Oh, weekend was great. Not me. Like I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I, I just almost wish I could have said something like in person, but it just didn't come up. Mostly because, like, you know, no one said bye to me anyway, so, like, it doesn't matter, but here we are. Moving on, moving up, but that's 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 how my weekend truly went, and I feel like that was fair to rehash. So, cheers to a new week ahead. Cheers to five and a half years with Tula. Cheers to the new Radiant Skin Tint Concealer, which I just absolutely love. Cheers to a great company that I work with, with really, really great people, Melissa, Celine, Caroline, Michaela, they were so great this weekend, um, along with Aaron and Mitzi. They were great this weekend. Savannah, just all, so many great people. And, you know, I walked away with their continued friendship and support as a company. That's all I, that's all I care about. So, go Desby, babe. <laughs> I love you guys. I'll see you next week's episode where we rehash some other great things. We have one more episode until or two more episodes until the episode with Vanessa and Xander. So again, that's August 27th. Get excited. Get lit. We're back next week. We're going to have fun. We're going to do maybe a tell me secret. I need need some uppity energy. Okay. So make sure that you go submit a secret this week to be told next week. And I'll see you then. Love you guys. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.